Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I am your host, Ronnie, and I'm sitting here tonight across from the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Chad. He's coming off perhaps his worst podcast ever, and tonight he takes on the challenge of being even worse. I think he can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all Chad. ready for this? It's Chazmania, ladies and gents. Hey, why do you sound like poop? I sound great. The audience thinks I sound great. I've had a rough weekend, Ronnie. Shocking. So shocking. Yeah. Uh, first, let me, let me start off because I'm going to rip you so much this episode. So why don't I start by giving you a couple compliments to begin with. Thank you. You did because you're loved by so many. You, yep. were, a, uh, you were a groomsman this weekend yep. at, at one of your buddy's weddings. Uh, wasn't invited kind of well weird. you don't know the guy and you obviously you went too hard what did i tell you to do i told you to not go too hard because we have a blooming podcast and you said yeah i'll probably not go that hard then you went hard wait did you say blooming or booming uh it's blooming and booming okay it's doing both so now i text you today to make sure that we're on for our normal time you said probably so and i go well that's not what you want to hear when you're trying to lock down a time to record a podcast i get over here you say something and i go oh my god i was keeping you on your toes ronnie so my final compliment is obviously you're playing hurt tonight and i think myself and the rest of the audience we want to start off by saying screw you for doing this to yourself but at the same time thank you for being here thank you for trudging on and let's do this thing you're welcome everyone you're welcome do you want to start off by saying anything about how this happened? Any details that you need to get into? Okay, I'll just say this. I had a little congestion issue. It's not Corey V. Don't worry, guys. But I went to a wedding this weekend, as he said. And mm-hmm. this is the same guy we talked about, you know, my gambling uh, problems that I had. Like the... T- oh, yeah. A month what about and a half when ago. What about when your testicles were in the water? Is that... This is the same guy, yeah. Same guy. We've been celebrating a lot. This weekend, we celebrated even more, okay? I'm I'm running on, instead of the past four days, nine hours of sleep, I'm running on... married once. He's got to have a celebration every weekend. Kind of (laughs) weird. I'm running on about eight hours of sleep in three days. So, it's... I've amped up the sleeping arrangements. You're finally getting more sleep. Thank goodness. And, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I did drink a lot. I will say. Uh, I've got a good story. I'll tell it at the end of the pod, though. I've got a great story to end the podcast with. Perfect, because you know we love to just get into the episodes. We've taken longer this time than we normally do. Slept with a bunch of ladies this weekend. You did not. You slept with no ladies, even though a wedding's a perfect place to sleep with the ladies. And from what you told me, this guy had like 20 groomsmen, which would make me assume that the other one had 20... Uh, what are they called? I almost called them maidens. I don't believe that is the correct they term. Are, what are they uh, called? Bridesmaids. Ma- bridesmaids. Good job, dude. Yes. I would have totally said that if you didn't say it. Uh, but that's okay. We are here to cover Attack on Titan Season 4, Episode 10, <laughs> Episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. And it's called A Sound Argument. What did you think of this episode tonight? Dude, this is death. This is one hundred percent one of those episodes where the first watch, 
I did not enjoy it as much as the second. I really enjoyed it the second time through. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. It was another kind of uh, taking it easy, just lay back. Don't lay back too much because something yeah. might slide on by it. You just want to take a couple deep breaths. You can never lay back too and, much with this show. Yeah. When you lay back, keep your feet immersed into the material. You got to stay immersed. Yeah. Is what just I, fully immerse yourself. Uh I mean, we've had we've been talking about this for a long time. You always have to fully immerse yourself in these episodes, or you're not going to get the most out of it. And as you know, we are just an informational podcast, mm-hmm. super serious. We get everything, all the details right. And we had a lot put on our plate tonight, but don't worry. I'm used to working through a big plate, and let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. If there's one thing about you that I've always said is you know how to work a plate. All right, so, and another thing, we're going to try a couple things. Chaz, Chaz's voice is going in and out more than a two-year-old iPhone charger that's fraying at the end of the cord, so we're going to try and give him as much of a break as we can, but of course he's going to have some great... I, uh, to me, I, I don't think I sound any different. If I do, I'm sorry, guys, but I feel like I sound the same. So, we open up on Aaron still telling himself to fight or... Tatakai. Thank you. Turns out Hanji's sitting there watching all of this unfold. It's just like uh, when he was calling himself Shingeki no Kyojin. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact situation. She asked him why he's talking to himself. Except this and... time he looks like a fucking snack. <laughs> we will get to that. If you don't think I was going to mention this well, guy a couple times. And I'm not, that's not my own words. I had seen somebody say that and I'm kind of just relaying what they said, but Oh Keep my going. god, he's not even a snack. This is one of those times I gotta get the I get the party size and eat it all to myself. That's how good he's looking tonight. Well, I mean that's a snack for you. Well, I usually just get the family size or uh. party size. That's a whole other level. So she asked him why he's talking to himself in a mirror and who he's fighting. And spoiler alert, people, this is a lovely scene. Well, okay, Hanji, I think she kind of made a joke that he was trying to fight the mirror. I thought that was a good joke. Yeah, she, I mean, Aaron doesn't have anything to say, and Hanji tells him that normally people don't talk to themselves, including her. She claims to have never talked to herself in the mirror before. That's a lie. That's an upset if that's true. There's no way that's true. Hanji is the type of woman or man to just scream into the mirror talking to herself. Yeah, I, I don't know what she's going for here. Usually she keeps it pretty real. There's no way that she's not talked to herself. In a, you ever talked to yourself in the mirror? I have, but I mean, I will say... Uh, whispering tatakai in the mirror is a little weird right just staring at yourself yeah. in the mirror yeah that's that might be on another level and right? okay here's i i don't know if this is an easter egg in the show but she says it's i i don't know you might not have gotten to this part yet but she says it's almost like you're having two fights right yeah so that's a good good thing to bring up because which I, I i think and she what do you means, think those obviously the obvious fight the obvious fight and the fight within himself oh poetic yeah beautiful or or Uh, or uh. he's fighting off the king himself the founding titan who's actually trying to control him whoa so then she says something that we can all agree on she says i think your hair is cool Uh, hey so do i listen can we all agree right now that it it's at this moment here that Aaron is at his most sexy. 
We've got the he man has. bun. We've got the abs absolutely shredded. He's dripping with freezing cold water. His nipples could probably cut through glass at this point. Yeah. In time. Uh, I was going to say, like, his hair is just my goodness. His hair, abs, his rear delts, his front delts, uh, his lats, his side lats. Oh, my, he's just dripping. Uh, his tri- I mean, dude, I mean, his triceps and his biceps are cut up. Um, I mean, his. I, sorry, I just. <laughs> I started going hey, a little too deep there. You're fine, bro. <sighs> God damn. I mean, he looks about six feet tall right here. He's kind of towering over Hanji. Like Jesus. what? Oh my God. He's just, he could manhandle her right now. I wonder how many inches he's grown. If you know <sighs> what I mean? So listen, she brings up the first time they met the good old days. Don't you miss when times, yep. when times weren't simple, but we felt looking back on them now that they, they're a little more simple back then. Yeah, you just have one enemy, and it was the stupid Titans running around. Yep. Like, And she brings up how they talked about Titans all night long. She says that she honestly believed he'd never sacrifice Historia. And then we go into the opening credits as both of us gasp out of fear. I was like, oh my gosh, We're like, what? already sacrificed her. How? Like, oh my, that was, that felt like a bomb. I was legitimately yeah. scared. I guess I still am. What do you mean? Well, uh, we she, can... she's she's all right. We'll see. I think she's just meaning that he's changed. He might do it now. She doesn't know. So out of the credits, we go back to two years ago with a bunch of people standing on the new port. Uh, everyone's least favorite person, Yolani, is still hanging around and is thrilled to see Aaron. She says that she's honored to work with him, but Levi shuts that shit down real quick, saying that they won't be working together and that she's lucky to even see this man's face. Yeah, he's just jealous over her height. And pause, because if this wasn't two years ago, I would agree. You should have to pay to see Aaron in the state that he's in in the present. But two years ago, he he was still kind of looking like a bug. Like, I don't understand how he transformed himself in such a way. Well, but puberty, I like, puberty is a magical thing, my friend. Amen. Although it's, I've been through it a couple times and well, I still, I still, I'm waiting for my Aaron glow up. It just hasn't come yet. Puberty is not a food. I think, I'm, I think I'm going through another puberty any day now. So yeah, look. I think the third puberty you hit is around like 35. So watch out. Uh, I like Levi as Aaron's bodyguard here. I don't like how small they've portrayed Levi here. Well, he's not that small. He is definitely that small, Ronnie. <laughs> no, I've, me and him are the same height. I do not look this goofy in front of people. There's just... Well, Aaron looks about 5'10 right here, do, which... Do you have Do you have a glove on? What? what? Why do you have a glove on? What are you talking about? Well, see, okay, I'm looking at you here. I noticed that you were still wearing those douchey glasses again. You were kind of feeling not so great. Um, yeah, it is the so lights. I wasn't going to say headache. anything. You know, we've already done that show. Until you raised your hand just now, <laughs> you have a glove on? What? Show me your other hand. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, wait. Why on the right glove are the fingers cut out of the of the glove, but on the left hand, that's not the case? Well, I got to be honest here. Whenever we were typing earlier, okay, well, first, germs. 
since I'm a little stuffy, germs, gloves, germs. I don't think those are the correct gloves to... Second, when we were typing earlier, it was hard to type with the gloves on, so I had to make holes in the gloves so I could type. Third, I... What? Does your... Where's the scissors? Huh? Where are your scissors? What do you mean? Dude, I saw hair in the sink in the bathroom a minute ago. I thought you had, like, trimmed up your dog. Where is your mom? Bro, don't Wait, did talk you about give it. the scissors to you? Oh, my God. No. I put. I definitely locked him back up in the cabinet. You're no way. We can't. Okay, we can't stop now. I don't know where she's at. But Oh, my God. She's got such. Dude, she doesn't she have head. Her, do you you do her? realize she doesn't have hair on her head. That's got to be from somewhere else. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. We can't worry about this now. There is no telling how long it is down there. Dude, so I was going to say that my third point is I have to pick my nose, and I can't pick it without uh, – I can't pick it through the glove. It's got to be my own fingers, if that makes sense. And I sound like dog shit right that now. That makes a ton I sound of- so bad. Well, according to you, you sounded normal earlier. Well, it's starting to get bad. Moving on. Quit picking your nose. Oh. <laughs> right as I say that, you go you go in there. So get in there, Yelani. She's uh, what is her real Yelena? Right, that's it. <laughs> no, dude, I you don't know her real name. I'm uh, Yelena. She's excited Yelena. to welcome <laughs> Yelena. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so Yelani is excited to welcome the island's first visitors, which happens to be. Their sole friendly nation, Hizaru. Hizaru. And who is on this ship but special envoy, Kiyomi, Kiyomi. Azamabubito. Yep. Nailed it. Well, not really, but yep, that's who's on it. And of course, we recognize her, even though I say of course we recognize her when we didn't recognize her the second well, time we saw her We didn't, season. or you didn't, Ronnie. No, Let's I mean, be honest. You had said... I've never seen this woman before in my life. And I said, whoa, Chaz, slow your roll. We know who this woman is. We've seen her before. No, I said, that's the hottie that got the wine spilled on her kimono by Udo. And that's a sign of bad luck. Hopefully nothing bad happens to Udo later on. So she's here. And they meet up in a conference hall as she shows off. (coughs) All right. And she shows off a family crest, which is made up of three swords overlapping each other. What do you think of this crest? I've seen it before. I can't remember where I've seen it. Probably like episode five or six of the show. uh, Here's my take. Average crest. Okay. Yeah, it's not not like the crests on uh, Fate's Day. I'll give you that. The magical crests. Right. Fate Stay Night. Um, the TV show. Now, if it was some crust, we could be... Anyway, so <laughs> when Mikasa sees this crest, she has the same reaction that she might have if she saw Aaron jump off a bridge. Like, she... Oh, yeah. Oh. She, and she grabs her wrist, and Aaron immediately tells her to show it to them, which I was not sure where he was going with that at a certain point in time. Mikasa says that her mother told her it was a secret, but Aaron says you showed it to me when we were little, along with some other things that you definitely shouldn't show Kiyomi. But anyway. And Aaron's like, and I did not want to see any of it. Yeah. You were my sister, you weird fuck. But he says, anyway, that first secret that you were talking about, yeah, that one, not the other stuff, that's meant for today. You need to show her. So, of course, Mikasa, she listens to Aaron. 
unwraps her wrist. Her mom was like a freaking genie. She could see the future. Whoa. You might be the only one to have that take. Mikas' mom is a genie. Yeah. So she unwraps her wrist, saying that, uh, revealing the same crest. And she tells Kiyomi that it was passed down from her mother, and she is to pass it down to her child as well. Because I guess giving little kids tattoos is cool. Let's talk about this, Ronnie. In episode five or six, we see her mom bandaging up her wrist, but they didn't show the crest. Why did they not show the crest in that episode? This was like so Uh, hidden. All they had to do was just show it that episode on her wrist and then showed like the bandages going around it. And this would have been really cool, I thought. Yeah, because it's just, I guess I see what you're saying. It takes yeah. away from a little bit. It would have been a cool moment if when she showed the crest, even though Mikasa, Mikasa is getting ready to show it right now, we have that moment as viewers being like, oh, yeah. shit. But we didn't have that. I was actually pretty confused at this part. And was kind of like, yeah. where, what are, where are we going here? What's going on? But then I felt better later on. Will you get a tattoo, finally, you coward? Dude, I, mean, I want one so bad. Yeah, that's what you say every time, and then you never get one. Yeah. Aaron keeps looking like this. I might just get him tatted on me so I could look at it all the time. So, Kiyomi is absolutely thrilled by what Mikas has got here as she goes and holds her wrist. And we launch back into a story from over a century ago. Oh, where have we heard this before? <laughs> yeah. Have, Everything's anything, over a century ago. <laughs> can't it ever be, I don't know. 200 years can we be more specific yes 200 years is over a century ago it's you know covered in the veil of the term over a century ago but we got to be a little bit more specific people so anyway they're going to tell us this story in artwork that you saw in your sixth grade history textbook yes and the outfits were just as stupid as the artwork in the sixth grade history textbook whoever illustrates those books they were like hey can you do some work for us on this TV show? Fuck, what is it called? What are those textbooks called? I, I oh, tried are, to name drop it. I couldn't do it. How are we drawing a blank right now? I couldn't do it. Well, because you did very poorly in school, and I was so smart well, that I just rarely even opened not the poorly. book. poorly. I, I mean, I passed. I didn't fail. Is that poorly? Well, Passing? Yeah. After your dad, before he left, he kind of went and had some words until he finally had enough, and haven't seen him since. Also, I just pulled the... You know, the, the tarred card, as I like to call it, where you just bl- blame your problems on that. Is that why you were in that class? It, I don't want to talk about it. I, so, what? Keep okay. going about Kiyomi. This Kiyomi. So she's telling this story. The Shogun, the... Uh, how do you say their last name? Azmabito. Yeah. Their family descended from... A certain shogun. Shonen? A certain shonen. No. I know what shonen means. That's not correct. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You're not an anime fan. Yes, it's the uh, hero-based storyline. Whatever. That was close enough. Is that pretty good? It's close enough. Yes. This guy doesn't know anime. Isn't that crazy? This is the only anime you've ever seen? It's not true. It's not true at all. Quit trying to... We've got an episode to cover. Sorry. The shogun, the Azumubito's descendant from, had a son who 
was on friendly terms with King Fritz, and after the Great Titan War, Hizaru was defeated and in disarray. Yep. You with me so far? Oh, I'm with you. All right. A child of the Shogunate was left behind on the island. She tells me, Mikasa, that she's the lost descendant of our nation's ruler. She is the hope of Hizaru. Yep. So, Which of course... Is- to me, as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, that's a load of horse shit. This is where I'm like, okay, what are they trying to go yeah. for here? Are they trying to just pawn this off on me right here at the end of this series? Because I'm not having it. And we'll wait to talk about that a little bit later on. But I, we started thinking about this. I guess this is just perhaps like someone, the kid they're talking about is Mikasa's grandparents yeah. or great-grandparents. and. Anyways... She is one of the last descendants of that that was left on the island. And as we know, her mom got stabbed to death, so. Yeah. And brutally raped. Well, yeah, not. Well, well, they didn't yeah. rape her corpse. She was dead. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or did they rape her dad? I well, can't remember. They might have raped the dad. Okay. I, well, you know. We cut to some members of the garrison chattering about the happenings outside of. Uh, just this conference. <coughs> okay. Just outside this room where they're always talking. I don't know what this room's called. And uh, they talk back and forth. One says we should ask Yelena. Did I get it? What is it? Is it that Yelena, a- or No, Yelena. It's Yelena. not Yelena. Yelena. Yeah. So keep going on <laughs> about Yelena. Stupid name. So Yelani, they ask if they should get her involved. But honestly, let's be honest. <laughs> Honestly, let's be honest. What a stupid, yeah, stupid way to say that. I was gonna let it slide, but <laughs> I, I could, I could. Uh, nothing that these guys say matters. No, it's it's never mattered. And you know why? Because why would we listen to these guys when we've got dot pixies in the room, and that's who I want to listen to. I don't know about you. Yeah, dot com. So. Yes, your very clever nickname that you yeah. came up with. Came up episode. with that on my own. Uh, he says the sea has <laughs> That was also the episode where you were just on fire. I asked you, what would you do if you were a man and your name was Dot? And your response was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Killed it last episode. <laughs> you were great last week. So he says, the sea has joined us to the world, but we're still just a child learning to walk. So we get to Chaz's quote of the day right here. That line or something else? This line right here. Yeah, you just said it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I would have said it, but I let you say it because I sound like dog shit right now. Well, I would like for you to say it. Okay, let me find it in my notes. Quote of the week. All right, Chaz's. All right, let's. Right here. Chad's quote of the day. The sea has joined us to the world, but we're still just a child learning how to walk beautiful so it seems like he found that on like a dot-com website or something god i'm killing the dot-com jokes everyone loves yeah, it. yeah everyone's going crazy okay another thing about chad um <sighs> i really appreciate everyone not knowing either not knowing or just completely shitting on sweet tarts as a candy i felt very justified going yeah that was after, a rough one going after you uh, last week about whoever hates you enough to buy that filthy candy is. So, 
I was surprised at how many people just didn't even know what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're that not just in a... shows our audience they didn't grow up properly, like they didn't have a childhood like I did with great parents, um, a great mom, and stale chalky candy. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that's why I sound like this is because of the sweet tarts. I did not see a single person say. Hey, love sweet tarts. Definitely a top three candy. I, no one even, I don't think anyone said they even liked it. I mean, what the fuck? I think we had a bunch of people from America who didn't know what it was. Like, if you were overseas somewhere and you'd never heard of sweet tarts, completely understandable. Well, it's a Willy the Wonka product. It is a Willy the Wonka product, and people still didn't know what yeah. it is. Um, but no. Pretty sure that was like one of the gumdrop, or one of the seven, not, not one of the seven dwarfs. What do you call those? I guess they're Wonkas. There was one of the Wonkas that Willie. You f- are you talking about Oompa Loompas? <laughs> did you just did you stumble through that and then in the end decide? Oh wait, I figured it out. It's just one of the Wonkas. One of the Wonkas minions, Oompa the Loompas, is what I was going at. My cousin actually was one of the Oompa the Loompas. Did I ever tell you? <laughs> By by your cousin? Do you mean yourself? We no. There's no way they would ever cast me for that. I'm way too uh, tall. tall and handsome. So I, <laughs> I don't even know if we're talking about Attack on Titan. Pixie says, "You know what we should do? We should sit quietly and listen to what they have to say." So Historia, she walks up to Mikasa, and I guess we finally get to hear from our queen. And it's probably going to be about some pretty heavy stuff, I would imagine. And so she says, hey, I heard you like Aaron. Is that true? She's so cute when she says this stuff. I mean, she doesn't actually say that because everyone already knows that Mikasa likes Aaron. But what she says might as well have been that. Because she just says, why do you only show Aaron that symbol? And Mikasa, she just looks kind of uncomfortable. She doesn't want to be in this conversation. And Historia goes on to say, you've never taken that wrist wrap off for anyone. I like how we would be thinking about this conversation if she hadn't have said wrist. Yeah. You've never taken that off for anyone. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I was catching some vibes between Mikasa and Historia right here. Until we had some, you know, the scene that's about to happen. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I don't think Historia can be like her happy giddy self around anyone without her having chemistry with the other person. Is that fair to say? She uh she's a hoe. Is yeah. Well yeah, that's what no. you were getting at. That's kinda no, where you're going. I, I see where you're going with it. You were trying to No You said it in a nice way, but no. yeah, she's a hoe. She's a lovely young woman who I would describe as a ray as a, of sunshine. Yep. Who is a hoe. All right. I mean, we gotta move on. She's think, just, think about what she said. She goes around, no. has chemistry with everyone. No, not the class either. We're talking about like stuff between each other, and then no. Okay. Well, and so it'd be a shame if she was pregnant. That would kind of prove my theory. But keep going. In the funniest shot of the episode, Aaron slides in to the scene. He doesn't walk up. Yeah. Go back and watch. He literally side shuffles. We might have to put that on Twitter. No one ever... uh, This isn't how people enter conversations. It's literally like he's sliding in Historia's DMs right here. (laughs) 
because he just noticed how happy Historia seems, and I love to see her happy. She says it's because she's so excited that Mikasa's life seemed to get even harder, because now they both have this heavy burden to bear. She's yeah. glad she's not alone. She's just so great to hear that. She's like, me and Ymir used to bond over how hard our lives were. It's great having you around. She gets all happy and like uh, joyful, but it's always caused because someone's just struggling. Yeah. And she just eats that shit up. Embracing the struggle. Embrace the suck. <laughs> no days off. So we get into this meeting where we start off by Lady Kiyomi telling us that this meeting can only happen thanks to one Zeke Yeager. Historia is definitely bisexual, right? Whoa, where'd that come from? I, I forgot to mention this, but she's, I mean, throwing I'm, vibes. Listen, at- I, sh- I see where you're going to say that because, like I said, if that young lady is smiling and her eyes go narrow... I think she's going to fuck everyone in this show because that's how Oh, much but she's character. not a hoe. No. Well, let me is... rephrase. Let me rephrase. She could if she wanted to. Everyone wants to marry well, this girl. Okay, let's see. She was 15. This is two years. Still not 18, Ronnie. Fuck. Little weird. Damn it, dude. Come on. I hate to rain on your parade, dude, but how about you start talking well, okay, about there... people of age? God damn it. Okay. Let's just... Just be careful. How is this always turning on me nowadays? So, Lady Kiyomi's talking about Zeke. She says, after meeting with him in secret, they came to an arrangement under the condition that they were able to meet Lady Mikasa. So this is where I got confused. Is this the same time that Kiyomi pulled up to the port? How, when she's talking to Zeke... How are they even referring to Mikasa? Does this mean Aaron told Zeke something? I'm yeah. so confused. It's either Aaron told Zeke something, or he just knew that uh, one of the you know relatives was on the island. He didn't necessarily know it was Mikasa, but he said, we'll let you meet up with whoever it is. Okay. And yeah, then yeah. she just refers to her as Mikasa now that she knows. How would Zeke know that? Dude, Zeke knows a lot of shit. Zeke does, but oh, it's crazy. Okay. All right. I mean, his parents might have been oh, a genie too. Wait, wait, wait! I figured it out, guys. Everyone, hey, everyone, calm down, take a deep breath. There's a very simple, clear <sighs> explanation. Oh God! You said take a deep breath. Simple, clear explanation. Paths. Yes. That okay. You're right. God, how did we not get that? Everyone, chill out. All right. So. We cut to this said secret meeting, and you can tell it's a secret meeting. How can you tell it's a secret meeting? I'll give you a chance here. They're uh, they're in a room talking kind of quietly. Nope, you're an idiot. Uh, because we have a fire going on inside of a barrel. That's oh, how you know. Oh, yeah. There's only two places that you'll see a barrel fire going. That's it's uh, in an cult, alley, alley home, uh, homeless people. Or if there's a secret meeting. Or like a cult meeting? Well, I think a cult meeting could, is a secret uh, meeting. could be a yeah, secret yeah. meeting. You're right. So, Zeke shows her the ODM gear that he stole back in Season 2. Well, shit, this is a cult meeting. It's got Zeke. Zeke owns a cult. <laughs> that guy's the head of a cult. I love seeing this stuff come back into play. Yes. I'd kind it was of, about fucking time. I kind of theorized about it a couple yeah. episodes ago and to see it. I kind of theorized the show would end with Zeke uh, just ODMing away. 
yeah, that's, uh, the that's, victory. Well, that's fair, too. I, I kind of expected it to be more fun. When I saw this ODM gear come back into play, not to... Like Zeke just comes ODMing out of nowhere and just slices Levi's head off. Didn't really want him to hand it to an elderly woman. Yeah. Woman? Not women, that's the plural. It's just one woman. Uh, But I did like... So her reaction basically says that she knows what this is, which was surprise Zeke. But I guess that's because she's been friendly with King Fritz. She knew about that stuff existed. yeah. He just is confused since it's top secret in Marley. Like, I guess Marleyans don't really know about this stuff. Well, the, or is well, he saying... <laughs> they know about it now after they got their shit fucked well, up. Well, is he like, saying it's top secret in Marley, saying, like, only the top people know about it? Right? Uh, yeah, I would have... Is that just because they somehow have sent people over to just examine what's going on? Uh, <sighs> yes, I'm trying to think about how... I'm assuming... Okay, let's think about this. I don't know if this even matters, but the first time we see Zeke is when he went after this stuff, and I don't know who he would have talked to unless it was just, I don't know how he would have known about them having this gear. Zekery? Yeah, he, well, yeah, because when he first saw it, it was like a surprise to him when he took it off Mike. Okay, so he yeah. didn't, okay, because so he, didn't he was unsure about what all yeah. it did and stuff, that makes sense. So... He gives it over and says that it needs a special fuel to work, and they call it Ice Burst Stone. That's just such a good name. I love it. And thank God this has finally been revealed. We've been stuttering all over ourselves trying to come up with what yeah. to call this bullcrap. I mean, this is the stuff that was like... In the tavern the, under the church, right? The tavern, yes. The cavern. Is it cavern. cavern or tavern? I believe a tavern is like a, uh, like, <coughs> you okay? You, were, you believe a, kind of like a bar, like a. Is that not what it was? What is the difference between a tavern and a cavern? A, a cavern is like a, uh, it's kind of like a cave where right. you have meetings. A tavern is where you it's like a, a meeting cave with like drinks, I think. Yes, okay. I sound so fucking good, dude. I'm to the bottom of it. I, now this, slept, I slept with so many women this, this week. This I was fighting you on last week when you said last week was a bad podcast. What we're in the middle of now, it's a bad podcast. No, I think we're covering some of the most essential shit. By the way, a tavern is an establishment for the sa- sale of beer and other drinks to be consumed okay. on the premises. Oh, okay. Exactly so gotta, what I said. Gotta be on the premises. So... What is a cavern? Well, a cavern is obviously, it's, you know, I'm definitely not like stalling or anything to try and get to. A cavern is a cave or a chamber in a cave, typically a large one. Wow. I just, give me, give us some props. I aced both of those. Yeah, I will, I will definitely give you the props that after you initially called it a tavern and I called you out, you called it a cavern. And when, hey, you give you two tries. Hey, it's essentially the same thing. They're injecting heroin into the. When they're down there, they're injecting shit into the bloodstream. Dude, you would know a little something about injecting stuff into the bloodstream, that's for sure. I was injecting stuff into my nostrils, I'll tell you that. Oh my god. (laughs) So. The mucus spray, is what I was talking about. Zeke goes on to say, it's an underground re- drugs. Oh my god, are you, okay. Hot cocaine. Keep going. So Zeke says it's an underground resource only available in par- parodies. 
we cut back to the meeting where Kiyomi says that Zeke told them if we whopper. We Are you cut- about to say whopper? <laughs> <laughs> I just really, think you're about to say whopper. I just really want a whopper right now. <laughs> We cut back to the meeting where Kiyomi says that Zeke told them if we cooperate with him. I can't say that word right now. Cooper. I mean, it's in the word, right? I can't Co-op-er. say my R's. Cooper. Oh, no, it's cooper. Yeah, you say whopper in cooper. There's no cooper without cooperate without whopper. Holy shit. Dude, that's shit, a mind dude. fuck right there. There is no cooperate without whopper. Yeah, that is a mind fuck. Because there's oh no WH and cooperate. But yeah. you say it. But you say whopper. God, the English language. So Zeke tells him if they don't whopperate with him, that Hizaru can restore. What? <laughs> I was going for something, but then it made the note make no sense. Kiyomi says that Zeke told them that if they whopperate with him, that Hizaru can restore to its former glory. So this resource ah. is a big deal. She says it's worth its weight in jewels and treasure. Yeah. And she means that shit so seriously that we then zoom in on her old lady lips as she seductively licks them, which didn't feel like it was necessary at the time, but it also turned me on a little bit. Yeah, what's up with these ladies doing this shit? Yelena did that when she was thinking of Zeke. She's, now Kiyomi's doing that when she's thinking of the ice burst. It's like, what is happening? So seductive. I, yep. So Hanji does it whenever she's thinking of Titans. Is anyone attracted to just like a nice young gentleman? Yeah. This is what us men are up against. We have to cooperate. <laughs> Why did I say that word? Dude, get that out of your head. You broke me. We have to compete. This isn't a BK, bro. This is it our just studio. Started, the, both the words I was thinking of started with CO and I just completely messed up. <laughs> We have to compete in a world where women are turned on by beast with beer bellies and uh, ice stone. stone. What are we supposed to do? And then just mindless titans, Hanji with mindless titans. No wonder you didn't get laid this weekend. Well, (laughs) I did a lot. So why do you think Zeke's telling Kiyomi and all of them this? You said because, while taking notes that it was some form of some, some form of leverage. Yeah, he he's like he needs their help, so he's giving them. Your hair looks like flocks. Holy shit! Take your hat off right now. You have the exact same hair as Flock Forester, the goat himself. Flock Forester. I'm not even kidding. If Dude, your hair was black, you I mean, not, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if your hair was red, we're on so much cough syrup. What? Flock. I don't even. I was talking about. I don't. Okay, no, I know what you. I listen. I'll be honest. Flock has been pretty good this season. He's been pretty cool, except for that time that he low key was the reason that Sasha died. Oh yeah, but, but he. I respect him beating the shit out of a twelve year old though. I think there needs to be more of that in this show. Instead of killing the innocent kids, you just got to beat the fuck out of them. I've said this before. I am attempting to grow my hair out to where I can do a sick-ass Aaron cosplay. And it just so happened that on the way to that... Here, how about this? You can't have cooperate without Whopper. You can't have Aaron's hair without crossing a path where you could be flocked to. Wow, that was deep right there. You're right. that's, That's what I'm doing. What were we talking about, though? Zeke. Yes. 
Yes, he's definitely using leverage. He needs Hizaru's help because he's got to build up that army, you know? The only way he can do that is with help from another nation. Mm -hmm. And he's using the Iceburst Stone as the mediator between both of them. More on this in a second. Let's let me do a couple more notes and then we've got to talk about this seat guy. So Mikasa, she sees what's going on and realizes she's being used as pretext. Yeah. Now listen, for you dummies at home who don't really yeah. understand what pretext dummies. Definitely not idiots. me. I just could tell that some of the people listening weren't gonna know what pretext was. So I Yeah. You know, I w- went and found the definition just so I could Express it clearly. Obviously, I already knew what it meant. Uh, And the definition is a reason given in justification of a course of action that is not the real reason. Yeah, because what is this bullshit excuse of why they want to meet Mikasa so bad? mm -hmm. What is it? Why would they even want to? Yeah, and that's what she's realizing. She's like, oh, damn. So let's keep going. Hanji sees right through this as well because... Yelena, did I get it right that time? Yeah, Yelena, yeah. Said the talks would go well since the Azumabitos are money grubbers. Okay. And this is when the second time through, we paused it, we're looking at each other, and we go, okay, how badass is Zeke? And also, how dope are our characters? They're so smart. They are five steps ahead of this Lady Kiyomi bitch. Well, hey, they, Hanji learned from the best, the GOAT himself, Commander Erwin Smith. Because my point is, Zeke, he's getting them to come over here saying, oh, you can have all the treasure, we'll make it to where you guys monopolize this ice stone. But who is, like, top tier in his cult? Yelena. Yep. And she's straight up telling people of Paradise, hey, listen. They just want to get their hands on money so badly that whatever they got to do, that meeting's going to go fine. Don't even worry about it. Yep. So Hanji's onto this bullshit. Mikas is already like, they're not here for me. They're listen to the way this woman, look at the way this woman's licking her lips talking about this ice stuff. Yeah. And then if that's not enough, we go into Pixies, who's thinking how they wouldn't come here unless money is involved. Because money makes the world go round, ladies and gents. And he needs some money, too, to fix his uh, face and head because he looks like an egg. He looks so bad. He does not look good, dude. What has he been doing? He's been smoking cigs. He did not used to look this bad. Yeah. uh, They brought back cigs from Marley, and he has just been chain smoking and drinking alcohol this entire time. He was like me last night. His head's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Poor guy. Why do you... (laughs) Wait, what is that? What do you do? Huh? <laughs> okay. What I'm getting ready to ask shaky. What I'm getting ready to ask you, no one is expecting to hear. Why do you have a cane? <laughs> Why? Why do you have a carved wooden cane? I'm not going to lie to you. I thought you might ask about this. Just didn't know if you... I mean, I've had it this entire time and you haven't said anything. Because I, because why would I <clears throat> notice a cane until you kick it up like you just did? What? All right. It's a long story, but 
basically, do you hear how I sound right now? Sometimes I start getting dizzy. It's definitely not a drug. Withdrawal symptom. I start to fall over. I need this cane for my protection to stay up where I can talk during this podcast. I am doing... Call me a podcasting warrior. I'm fighting through so much right now just to get through this episode, and it's for you guys. You have a minor cold that came from you being completely irresponsible and putting who knows what kind of stuff into your body. Well, it was going away until I started downing tequila, vodka, whiskey, Trulies. I liked how... Is that a drink? (laughs) It might have been. Hey, man, give me a little tequila, vodka. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're like what it's one part tequila one part vodka it was an open bar my guy so it was free game on anything and <sighs> dude i down i was talking to so many chicks how'd that go and by chicks maybe a lot of guys <laughs> i mean i was it was it went so well that I, they kind of just <laughs> the bartenders just said go away i don't know if that means something good or all they right. hated me. I, I fucking hate You my just life. talked for two minutes. I still don't know why you have a cane. So Historia, she speaks up and asks what exactly this arrangement with Zeke is. And Kiyomi says Zeke has a secret plan, and to achieve it, Hizaru's a co- co- cooperation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cooperation. Dude. I can't say that word. He's a ruse. You said he's a ruse. <laughs> yes. How do I say... He's a ruse and I'm a babito. I don't know how to say these words. Oh, his a ruse. That's not bad. His a, it's his a ruse. Yeah, I think. I thought you said I, it. I thought you were meaning like he a ruse. No, like because they need. He's a ruse. Yeah, they're he's a ruse, but they need his a ruse cooperation. Okay. So here are three points to protect paradise <laughs> without the rumbling. Number one. This is kind of important, guys. Let's listen closely. Number one. They got to test the rumbling in like yeah. a smaller form. Smaller fraction. Just uh, show its true power. Yep. Show the world its devastation. So just send out like two of them out of the 10 million. <laughs> the second one. I hate that this is the second one. We still need that bitch Hizaru's cooperation. I did it. Nailed yep. it. Yes. Uh, because Paradise's military must be strengthened until rumb- the rumbling isn't necessary. Yep. Number three, the founding titan and a titan with royal blood must be passed down. Zeke will pass on the beast titan to someone with royal blood. So it, Zeke is just taken after his baby brother Aaron with this three-step plan. Mm-hmm. Because he also says, under their 13-year terms, they must bear as many kids as possible. they got to be shooting these yeah, things out. I was instantly thinking, that means Zeke needs to start porking anything in sight right now. He needs to just start churning them out. I mean, he's the one with the dick. Well, probably not anything in sight because they're going for a certain goal here. Well, I mean, like, just they should they should drag up at least 20 chicks and just let him, you know, two a night and see which ones, which ones, which egg egg, uh, accepts the seed. (laughs) And I would imagine, dude, is. As well as Grisham was planting the seed, that Zeke could probably plant a seed pretty well. Okay, there's one flaw I found in your plan here. You yeah. said bring up 20 women, and then you said, this is exactly what you said. You said bring up 20 women, and yeah. then, you know, two a night. 
What are the other 18 women doing? <laughs> They're waiting for their turn, dude. They're churning the eggs. So you're telling me you're going to send up 20 women in one night and then two of them have to wait 10 days for their turn? What are they going to do? I mean, shit, they're just going to watch? I don't know. Does he have like a game room they can wait in? Or or they could just bring them to the forest of giant trees. They could sightseeing. They could... Did you ever, uh, in like waiting rooms, so I went to this dentist one time and they had like... They had video games. They had a spot where you could go in and play video games while you waited. And I forget what the game was at the time, but there was one game I just was so excited to play. I remember like wanting it for my house, but I, my parents wouldn't let me get it. Pac-Man. But I was so scared of the dentist, I couldn't even enjoy it. You ever know that? That feeling? Uh, that? <clears throat> let's see. Something that I was so scared of, I couldn't enjoy it. No, dude, I'm pretty courageous i don't think i get scared of anything so you basically you're just saying like me i was big brain enough to know that i was there i didn't get fooled by the flashing lights whereas you were like oh video games all right dude fine anytime i talk to a woman keep going okay sorry i made you say that hanji realizes that unless they put an end to it inheriting titans will continue for generations (laughs) oh my god are you okay? Jesus. Keep going. That one seemed like it really phased you. I'm so good, dude. I'm leaning on this cane. Oh, God. Okay. Tested negative, guys. She questioned. You didn't get a test. You're probably giving it to me right now. No, I took a test. A pregnancy no chlamydia. test? No chlamydia after this weekend, boys. She You're safe. <laughs> she questions whether or not it's right to push this problem on their descendant to save... The- dude. Am I the sick one? Am I the one that did all the drugs this weekend? What is wrong with you? Oh my god. Uh, you can't, listen, you can't pitch a perfect game every week, alright? Damn, okay. She questions game. Oh. whether or not it's right to push this problem on their descendants to save themselves now. And I would just like to say, come on, Hanji, that's the way the world works. We're yep. all just pushing our problems on to whoever comes after us. No, dude. I think we got everything figured out for our kids. <laughs> uh, I've got so much debt. Historius speaks up and says, very well. I'll inherit the Beast Titan. Wow. She's not afraid. What does that look like? What does Historius the Beast Titan oh, look like? She's definitely got titties. It's going to be, I would say it looks like Zeke, but... She does, let's be fair. She doesn't really have titties now. What is, how is she going to get I'm talking, well, she, yeah, they're blooming up, dude. Did you see later on in this episode her predicament? They're blooming Wait, up. blooming or booming? We go back to the whole situation. This whole, this situation again, I'm going to say both. <laughs> okay, all right. And uh, they're looking succulent, as some people would say. But, oh, yeah, gross. I would say that, dude. <laughs> Don't say succulent. <laughs> What a terrible word. Well, that's that's what the word is for. That's what the baby does, dude. Did you not know that's how babies work? <laughs> I hate that word. The baby. How, do, how are people always talking about words like moist and when the word succulent is out there? Gross. That's what babies do. <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean that's what babies do? Oh, I mean. No, just, oh, uh, this baby's. Uh, oh, does he succulent your breast? No. He's succulating. Have you never heard? 
<laughs> you gotta fucking read a uh, mom's dictionary, just bro. Like, oh, did uh, little Johnny was he on a formula or did he succulate? <laughs> no, well, we're just going out back so he can succulate. It's okay. Okay, but what were you talking? The beast. Okay, his story is the beast titan. I imagine her, you know, maybe a little shorter than Zeke. She's not the tallest of. Does talls. she have the beer belly? Well, she does. Because, she does later in this episode. I'll tell you that. <laughs> because Zeke doesn't have a beer belly. Well, like I in don't real know, life, dude. Oh, in real life, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Zeke seems pretty fit. He does. I mean, he used to be most chiseled one in this show until Aaron got a well, got yeah. a bow flex. Aaron's just man. All right, onward. So. Everyone in this room, they're looking pretty upset. While Aaron, what are you? You good? Yeah. Okay. Er, everyone looks pretty upset in this room. While Aaron has just been steaming in the corner. This is Aaron of old. Yeah. He stands up because, of course, he does. Like, of course, he can't say anything without standing up. We get it. We see you, buddy. And says, after years of getting trampled on, now we've got to breed like livestock. Is that if that's the price of getting to live, Zeke can take his plan and shove it. I miss this old Aaron, man. This is the old Aaron that said they're birds in a cage. He just wants to be free, and now that they're about to be free, now they gotta be sex slaves. He doesn't tell me where to shove it. Where am I supposed to shove this? I've got it. It's right here. Uh I think he just means like in Zeke's I would assume <laughs> where are we all thinking? His dank hole, as you called it last episode. Oh, the medical term, yes. There's no need to use official medical term terminology here. So, That's where I would let Aaron shove it, at least. Aaron says the rumbling is too dangerous and that they need to investigate other options. We cut back to Hanji and Aaron in the dungeons. Now, this is this is just the highlight well, of the it's episode. Not a dun- it's not a dungeon. Well, it's... Like- I mean, it's basically a dungeon. I mean, kind of, but I don't like you saying dungeons. I just don't like that. What do you want me to call it? Just a, a prison. Underground prison. Dude, that looks like is, a dungeon. This is a dungeon. You know why? Where, okay, where... Oh, I know why. There's a fucking torch on the wall. Nope. Oh. Where Where do you think he is? Where is this room in the keep or whatever you call it? Underground. Oh. Uh, just... Typed in the dungeon's definition, a strong underground prison cell. <laughs> well, that's, I don't think that's clear enough. <laughs> I think you need a little bit more yeah. a little bit more facts before you go. And then the best part, I'm seeing images of dungeons. I'm pretty sure one of these images was taken from tonight's episode on Attack on well, Titan. Dude, they have sinks and dungeons. This is the most high-class dungeon I've ever seen. He's got a fucking sink with running water. Well, yeah, dude. Dungeons can have water. What dungeon have you been in? Every dungeon I've ever been into has running water. Pig. So, Hanji tells him that she had the same sense of urgency, but she doesn't know why he went by himself and put the island in danger. She says, don't you care about Historia? So, at this point, because... Let me stop right here because what Aaron's getting ready to say has nothing to do with Historia. We still don't really know what she's claiming Aaron did to Historia, do we? What do you... <clears throat> like, they set this up, but what did he... No, she's just she's just assuming. She's like, you've changed so much. 
your whole point of hiding uh, facts from the military pr- police was to protect Historia so she wouldn't be turned into a Titan. She's like, but you've changed so much. Like, you went off and risked everything, even though you acted like you cared about Historia. Okay. Because I'm thinking if, if he dies right there with the founding Titan and everything, his Historia and the island are screwed. Like, they have no chance. All right. He goes on to say that he ate the Warhammer Titan, which has the power to harden through the ground and make whatever it wants. So that was a cool little piece because we weren't sure if the previous Warhammer was just next level knowing how to work, but it turns out it's specific to the Warhammer Titan. Which does he really think? Anything they want can make anything they want. If that's the case, let's be honest. Bitch, that was the Warhammer before was not creative enough. Uh, I mean, she used a few different things. She used a sword. She used a, a war hammer. She used a crossbow. She used, I mean, do I need to go on? She used a fucking tower that went straight through Aaron. She used, I mean, I could just keep going for days. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, she could have made a couch. How cool oh, would that shit, have been yeah. if she had, like... She used spikes out of the ground. She used... Like, used how Holy dope fuck, would it been? How many things do I have to name? She sent a big spike up through his stomach, <clears throat> then she made a couch and just sat on it looking at him. How badass would that have been? I'm just Dude, saying, she or wasn't. A whip. She could have been so creative. How deadly would a whip have been? A hardened whip? You could just whip through anything. Well, it wouldn't really. <laughs> yeah, it, think of how a whip works. Yeah, yeah, I am thinking about how a whip works. It wouldn't work. Yes, it would. <laughs> Oh, really? He said to make anything. Yeah, in a hardened version. Yeah, and a whip would work. No, it wouldn't. He if said I gave anything. You a huge, if I gave you a huge block of ice, okay? Yeah. You could... Was it ice burst stone? Sure. Okay. In this scenario, yes. So it can make. You could be carve out anything. everything that you just named. You could carve out a bow and arrow. You could carve out... Did she make a bow and arrow? Yeah. And she shot an arrow. Yep, and then that's when Mikasa picked him up and flew off. She pulled a string back. Yes. It was when he goes, Mikasa, the fighting's not over. And she looks up, and the thing's getting up. It instantly makes a crossbow, shoots the crossbow at him, and then Mikasa flies off of there. I, I kind of remember that. Do you not watch this show, Ronnie? What show are we talking about? <sighs> Keep going. He could make a. She could have made Fine, a whip. Fine, she can make a whip. He Thank can you. make a whip. More whips in the show, please. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd let him use a whip on me. Or, I mean, Hanji. I wasn't talking about Aaron. Somebody said that. Somebody else said that about Aaron. It's not me. He goes on to say that, in other words, there is no prison that can hold him. He has the founding titan, so they can't kill him. They can't kill Zeke either, even if they threaten to. So, Hanji, he asked, what is it you can actually do? Whoa. Dude, he was trying her life right here. How do, I mean, this is your girl. How are you feeling? I mean, especially, <sighs> let me get to this, this part. This is tough, man. When he grabs Hanji by the shirt and says, Tell me, Hanji, if you've got something up your sleeve, let's hear it. As, I, I mean, uh, right here, I couldn't tell who's luckier, Aaron or Hanji. Yeah, because Homeboy edges himself onto Titan form. Uh, what control? Because he doesn't transform at all, but you can see him edging on that. I've never been able to edge like that. Once I get to a certain point, there is just no turning back. (laughs) 
And the feedback I receive after doing such a thing is the same feedback Kanji gives to Aaron. She says, you perv. Still in a rebellious phase, <laughs> you moron. Idiot. <laughs> and then they always leave. Oh, dude. Yeah, Hanji right here. I do agree. They always leave with you. That is 100% accurate. But Hanji right here, she's trying to keep her cool saying that, but I think she was actually scared shitless. How could you not be? I mean, Aaron is pretty terrifying now. Aaron was, whew. I mean, everything yeah. he said is so true. He's literally just sitting in this dungeon. It's a dungeon, by the way. Either because that's what him and Zeke agreed on, like he's waiting on something, or he truly cares about them, and he's just like letting it play out for now because he knows at this point in time nothing needs to happen. Yeah. Because he could get out of this. Like, Yeah, he could get out, dude. He could just, I don't know, man. Maybe Han, like, I'm thinking Hanji was like enjoying the sights of Eren and was taking it for granted, if that makes sense. I agree. So Hanji collects herself away from Eren and she talks to Erwin in the great beyond. She says, you only made one mistake in his lifetime and that was making her commander. Yeah, see, this is where I was like, uh, fuck you, Eren, for this. Don't make her feel that way. Now you're making her feel guilty. Like no one can, of course, no one can take up the goat spot as much as I love Hanji. I'm sorry, you can't. But... The way that Aaron made her feel, like this is where I'm like, all right, Aaron's kind of a douche. And that's why I'd let him do things. So the sunset, well, okay. So the sun sets on an old country plantation. Hey, by the way, people call this guy Chad Aaron. No yeah. one, no one he calls looks, him that. No, everyone calls him that. No. Not, they call him Chad Aaron not only because he's acting like a Chad, but... Yeah. I think it's a reference to the podcast Chronicles because I look exactly well, like Aaron. Right now, you look like a patient that needs to be hooked up to about 100 different machines keeping them alive is what you look like right now. Oh. Like shit. And you're still holding that cane for some reason. Are you talking about my mom or? No. Your mom, other than maybe having a weird haircut in places that haircuts typically aren't done, I think she's fine. I hope anyway. <coughs> moving on so the sun sets on an old country plantation when we cut and see a significantly pregnant historia and a oh farmer man God. telling her that she needs to come inside and take care of her body historia has had sex congrats on the sex that's what no, i said i don't i don't know if i'm going to congratulate her we talked about her being a hoe earlier this just confirms well you're the just whole mad situ- you, there's no one to huh? congratulate you because you didn't have what? I'm not. Oh, Keep going. I had a lot of it this weekend, Ronnie. <laughs> All right. You, you think you a, know? You I, had I'm a lot of what's it. called liquid sex. <laughs> hey, you think you would know someone? That's all I'm gonna say. It's just, just because, like the real thing, it feels good while you're drinking it, but it's over before you know it, and then it's just pain and sickness afterwards. Yeah, and just, just like hitting on every woman you see there, and. No I'm one. glad you used the wrong form of I, woman, women, too. Because it was, I didn't it was really. multiple women's. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had so many women's that just, like, fucking ignored me. Keep so going. Do you, do you have anything else to say about this newly sex-empowered female uh, historia? Yeah, I was just going to say, you think you know someone, you know, a couple years go by, and uh, they're having sex. It's 
Unbelievable. So she's like nineteen. Get can, a grip of yourself. Can we take one more moment to think about how weird and creepy this line is from this farmer man who tells her that she needs to come inside and take care of her body? Yeah, it's. I mean, don't say it that way. Pretty sure it's my turn, but it's all good. Don't say it that way. Yeah, come take care of your body. He's kind of right, though. I mean, yeah, like I'd see what she's going for, but I I like the way she looks now. A couple years past, she looks a little taller. I like her hair. Yeah, she's been drinking though. Why does she have what? Her stomach is fucking huge. Oh, we just discussed having her baby. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we get to the calling card, which I have here. Let me pull it up real quick. Those are cute. <clears throat> oh, God. Those are cute socks, by the way. Like Thank those... you. If there's one thing going on with your outfit that I enjoy, it is those socks. Those, are they... They're, they're hearts, all right? Or are they Mickey Mouse's? I can't tell. They are hearts uh, for Valentine's Day. Well, uh, my girlfriend. Your mom give <laughs> girlfriend, yeah. Okay, buddy. Well, okay, the groomsmen got it. And I was one of them. You was can the only stop single one. making some story up. I walked in, I saw your mom wear the same exact socks. So, the calling card is Hizaru, a small eastern nation which is, with its own unique culture whose head of state is called a shogun. Producing many talented engineers, Hizaru has flourished in weapons and aircraft development and was at one time an ally of the Eldian Empire. The crest of the Shogunate depicts three single-edged swords in its design. Yeah. And, so this is where, if people are tired of hearing me, sorry, because I'm sure you'd rather hear Chaz's sexy, raspy, sickened voice. Like all the women did this weekend, baby. But to give my guy over there who's really trucking on it. There's been a couple times I think he's almost fainted. Uh, I am going to read his summary. Okay. We've never done this before. You wrote the summary, and now I've got to try yeah. and read it and make sense of it. Uh, this is going to be great. Typically, you can't even read it, and tonight I can't even read my own notes, so I don't know how that. Well, I'll help I'm you gonna... out, dude. I got, I've got them in front of me, too. We're Gucci. But I'm looking forward to this, so he starts off, motherfucking Nile, baby, and a few, <laughs> oh jeez, this is, and a few military police tards are drinking wine, <laughs> Jesus Christ, alright, motherfucking Nile, baby, and a few MP tards are drinking wine, talking shit, doing guy things. <laughs> All right. You should take notes all the time. That's great. The MP is military police. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If there's one thing you need to clear up in that sentence, it was certainly that. One guy says they should have fed Zeke to Historia as soon as he got to the island. Now she's just a fucking whore. (laughs) She's just a fucking whore. She's a lowbred who's queen in name only. Yep. All right. Are we done with the episode yet? Because I don't know if I can get through all yeah. this. I mean, I spot no lies in that. <laughs> so, uh, Niall says she's free to choose her partner, and we've already confirmed it's Big Dick Johnny who helps around at the farm sometimes. 
Is that your name for the farmer? That's man? the name for the farmer. Okay, yeah. They uh, they grew up in the same area, and he would throw rocks to get our attention. Hint one. Yes. Okay. This is good. This is good stuff. Make All sure right. you point that out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In my this notes, is, I say hint one. Yeah. In parentheses, Chaz here he's put for me hint one. So everyone be on alert. He helped out at her orphanage. He worked with his head down forever, but the one who approached him was Hor Horstoria. <laughs> Wait. That's her new name. Horse Storia. I didn't write it correctly. <laughs> you were so excited to say. Oh my god. Horse Storia, okay? You were so excited to say Horse Storia that, <laughs> that you just typed whore. <laughs> and then in parentheses, you put punny. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I I might write some nonsense sometimes, but I know how to decipher it. Okay. Big Nose Loud Guy said, Why did she decide to do that? If she's pregnant, they won't turn her into a titan. But your but Yelena Jokic was a part of this nonsense. That, that woman is nuts. <laughs> In parentheses, Chad put every woman ever. Okay, no lies. If she's pregnant, Zeke lives another day. Sorry. <laughs> it's another <You're> day. So... <laughs> I thought you were going for another joke. Did were you? I wasn't, but that works out perfect. In the notes, it says <laughs> If she's pregnant, Zeke lives. <laughs> I did. I did it on purpose, and I should have wrote. I meant to write punny in parentheses. God, I was killing it. All right, that woman is nuts. Every woman ever. If she's pregnant, Zeke lives a border day. God, it was so good, dude. And I didn't write punny, but it's all right. That one's great. Okay. Jesus Christ, this is gonna be such a long podcast. Where are we at right now? How long has it been? I can't even see it because I got both screens pulled up with notes. All right. Niall says something might happen to the baby, and even worse, Horstoria. Giving him, giving birth is risky enough. Yep. So Good points. Yeah, those are good points. He's a dickhead, but he's making good points. Loudmouth... Or not Niall, sorry. The other guy. Loudmouth asks for another bottle to a Marlian slave... And as he goes to grab it, the boogeyman himself, Chef Nicolo, hands him a bottle that is more than likely poison. And I picked up on the same yeah. thing. Nicolo was acting weird. Well, dude. it wasn't even just Nicolo. It was the music, the ominous music. They like made him seem like he was a terrible guy. How about this, though? It's weird how, obviously, Marleyans are bad. These ones don't seem that bad, and they're treating them like pieces of shit. Like yeah. The Mar- they're literally yeah. slaves. They're literally doing the exact same thing that Marleyans are doing to Eldians over there. It's I mean, crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so now let me go over to my notes real quick. So the red wine was flowing in this little okay. meeting. Do you like wine? Well, okay. Uh, well, let me let me clarify. Of course you do. 
Do you like wine when you're not mixing it with your mother's prescription medication? No. No. No? You don't like it at all? I mean, I'll drink it, but if there's anything else, I'd rather drink that. All right. Um, And obviously, Historia with this farmhand. Ladies love a farmhand. If they can plow the fields, they can plow her fields, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, This guy also asked about who cares about their love story. I'll tell you who. Ronnie and Chad. Ronnie and Chad do. Big nose guy. That's who. We're both. uh, I've always said this. We're both romantics and would love to hear every single detail about how Historia got plowed. And trust me, dude, I've, I've had some romantic uh, moments this weekend. What do you think the point of this discussion was? Uh, to let us know that this is a sack of shit lie. Okay. I think that was the whole point of it, right? The sack of shit being... The, the story about the farm boy. Okay, so you don't buy no, into No, I'm the... not buying that. Okay. A random farm boy mm-hmm. impregnates Horstoria? Yeah, she probably fucks around with a lot of dudes, but... She's not going to let her egg uh, attach on to that swimmer unless it's from a good uh, cedar, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Ooh, I was about to say it, but I'm not going to. Don't want to dip into the feedback quite yet. So we go to the 104th building a railroad. Jean says to Connie that it's, even, that it's Aaron's fault they have to do it because... We can develop the island in our muscles at the same time, my ass. Yep. I also like this, too. I was like, seriously? I like how it's just the six of them building an entire railroad system. (laughs) Like, where is everyone Where is everyone? Which, Aaron's got a good point. They do need to strengthen up. They got to keep going. And then he said in here that that's why Aaron looks like a whole-ass snack. Okay, that's... That's what you said. Ronnie Ronnie said this. It wasn't in my notes. That's not even funny, dude. So Connie says they gotta wait. Jean hopes that they can be mediator to the world, and as they keep bitching, Mikasa walks by carrying four still beams, and I think it was even more than four. It might have been four. That are only able to be picked up by cranes. Like, this was hilarious. I'm not even kidding. I've never seen these things picked up other than by a crane. I I loved this detail so much. Just... (laughs) Them talking, and then you just see, you can't even see her yet. You just see equipment coming in, and yeah. then you're like, oh, Mikas is carrying steel beams. Mm. That's a strong, independent woman right there. So, just about that time, Hanji comes riding up with her sexy voice saying, Oi! Levi says y'all are growing so damn big. Wait. <laughs> That was just his note. Hanji just comes up with no, a sexy, okay, what did sexy I say voice saying oi. And then he says Levi makes a comment yeah. about how they're growing so damn big. And he says, hey, you're just the height of Ronnie. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard to say someone's growing so damn big when you're just that damn small. All right, but here's my thing. Do you think Levi even practices his skills? Yeah. Like, or is he just like an all-star player that has lost the love for the game but can still go out every night and dominate? I think it's a little bit of both. He doesn't have to fucking build a railroad to strengthen up, you know? But he's so small. Like, I, I'm, I'm the first one to say strength is not his play. Like, that's not what makes him special. But, but he is strong <clears throat> because he's, got that, he's an Ackerman. He's got that weak man strength or that little man strength. He's got basically like... 
you know, yes, I'm kind of small. People are like, wow, that guy's probably not that strong until, like, I just kick their ass. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think anybody's ever. Well, I've beaten up a lot of people, so. Yeah, you've. Did you say eaten up? Hanji says of... the Osmobiowitos have sent their reply and that they can't turn to Hizaru because they want to monopolize Paradi. The world wants paradise to be the rule of all evil. Root of all evil. <laughs> to be the root of all evil. <laughs> it helps unite all nations and bring stability to the world. And this is where I wrote right here, Aaron at that moment immediately realized that he has no other choice. Like, okay. It's all up on him. You think this is when he's kind of I think that's, deciding? Yeah. This is where he starts. I know he says it right here, but. Um, my notes during all this time, Armin's hair, so ridiculous. Well, yeah. I mean, so ridiculous. He looks like a girl. Um, and, of course, our girl Hanji went to a meeting in a straight-up suit, by the way. Boss-ass move. I've got, a, I've got some notes on that. Why does she keep looking more and more like a man as this show goes on? I mean, I'm not saying I, I don't like it, because Hanji can look like whatever, and I'll still be down for it, but... Have you noticed that? Well, we know that in the manga, right, well, she's you're kind lying. of open for interpretation. And we know that you're kind of lying. Well, you know, it's not even, I haven't even read the manga, but that's what the people have told me. Well, yeah, but it's not, she's a girl. And she's got a clitoris. I've been informed. It might be the size of a penis, but she's got one. Well, I think she can, I think she's beautiful no matter what. She can be whoever she wants to be, Chad. <laughs> uh... Also, by the way, I love Mikasa's cute little ponytail. Don't yeah. you love it? Isn't it adorable? She's just a cutie. She's just a little cutie that could kick my ass. Oh, yeah. Not saying much, but... So Aaron says they have to rely on the plan and sacrifice historians. <laughs> Which historians Jesus are they Christ. sacrificing, chap? He's relying on the plan because they have to sacrifice... They'll just have to sacrifice Historia and... Li- and go with Zeke's plan, and mm-hmm. Levi says that you're right. And Armin says you're kidding. They decided we're devils without knowing our intentions. Yeah, where has he been, dude? <laughs> I mean, this guy, how is he still on this train? This is like flock with the whole devil thing. Yeah. Come on, dude. And then he says, why won't they consider peace? Mm. And again, where have you been, buddy? Yeah. And Mikasa says... They, uh, they fear us because they don't know what we are. Did you like how I corrected yeah, your notes on the fly I would have done the same thing. I definitely wouldn't have said it, what I wrote. <laughs> but yes. I mean, she's right. They, don't, they really don't know what they are, and no one knows what the fuck she is because she just carried six steel beams on her shoulder. And Hanji says, we must meet them so they do know who we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I need to pass this on back to me. Hanji says we must meet them so they don't know who we are because we're scouts, right? Right, right. Right. We're scouts. We'll just go meet them ourselves. And then this is where I wrote my notes. Why does Hanji keep dressing more and more like a man? It's starting to worry me. It's not worrying me. I'm just saying she's definitely a girl. Manga readers, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. (laughs) She's a chick, and if she's a dude, that's fine. I'll, I'll still uh, succulate it. Well, yeah, you get no problem with Aaron, so you can succulate I I know. I keep, I'm reading comments of people on Twitter. That's not, come on. Just be you, man. Just be you. And so we're back on a train ride back. What? They've, 
Dude, they built. How did they build this train? Apparently, so quick? they put that railroad into overdrive because now they're just riding on a train. Yeah. So, Sasha Sasha says she'll be able to chow down on real Marlian cuisine instead of Nicolo's bullshit. Okay, really, really, this show. I know. We get to see Sasha again, right? Rip, I miss her. This is a perfect time to maybe build up her character even more, make everyone feel sad that she's gone. Maybe she can say something very poetic, or she, but no. Instead, she says, yeah, I'll be able to chow down on some real Marleyan cuisine. See, this is what I like about it. They're talking about going to Marley. Right. She is calling out Nicola as we predicted. He yeah. actually does suck it. Making I, food. Yeah, she's catching on to yeah. that guy's bullshit. I really like that that take so we go on and sasha mentions a toothbrush <laughs> what does that note before that <laughs> connie connie mentions uh yeah that <laughs> so sasha mentions a toothbrush and i was and like how i i never seen them brush teeth so I That's guess true. they know that. We have about... not seen so much in this show. Like, yeah, I've never seen them poop. I mean, I know they've talked about it. That one I'm giving a pass on because Levi's <laughs> talked about poop so much. But have you ever seen them poop? Well, we haven't. Which show have you seen them poop, Chad? There's a few. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Is that a show? No. Well, it's a film. I guess you're right. Jeez. No, but there's no uh, there's no talk about like drugs. Which is kind yeah, of, there is. What? Alcohol. Alcohol's a drug. Booze. Oh my They're God. boozing up all the time. This guy. I'm talking about the kind of drugs that you did last night. Well, yeah. What do you think? They're just so fucking... I mean, dude, they had horses. Do you think they really were growing fucking I'm marijuana saying, plants? In a, in a big world like this, there's no way that uh, Connie's not, you know, finding a way to get high. Connie? Well, and... Well, he is a... Dude, him and Sasha do have... All the characteristics of stoners. Peak, so, peak is on. Peak, all right, Peak is on it, but Marley definitely has weed. Sasha and Connie, they're both idiots. Uh, they lose train of thought, sign of weed, and Sasha's always hungry, sign of weed. So, and, she, and she's dead. Armin somehow still has high hopes and says that the world knows that we want peace, maybe something will change. But just like you said in your notes here, Chad, everyone knows that ain't true. Dude, why? He keeps going, and it's getting kind of annoying. It is getting annoying. I I know that's part of his character, and he does. He's always trying to look for that, but he's smart enough to realize that that's not. And to be fair, at this point, this is still two years ago. They haven't gone through everything yet, but he was still talking about this stuff when we saw him in present time. Yeah. Like, yeah, more on Armin in a second. Aaron says he's got five years left, so they need to decide who inherits his Titan. Dude, I thought this was a pretty crazy scene, just the fact that Aaron was even discussing this. Right. No, that's true. The fact that he, yeah, that he's even thinking about that this yeah. far in advance. And, like, of, of course, Mikasa says that she will. And Jean, thinking logically, says that we don't know what the Ackermans are, and it'll hurt Hizaru if you do that for whatever they've got intended for her. Yeah, and... Yeah, I mean, that's just... I know Mikasa's going to always say something like that as soon as Aaron talks, but it would be stupid for her to be the Titan. 
Jean says that he will because he's way smarter than Aaron. Instead of a suicidal maniac, he's a gifted leader who shows good judgment in all situations, but he hates getting at Aaron's hand-me-down. Holy shit, Jean. I mean, this is typical Jean just being a... This is like season one Jean being a fucking doucher. I know. That kind of made me... I was kind of upset at this part because I felt like Jean had grown a lot. Like, well, he has. He, but... Well, him and Aaron's banter, that stays. Like, that to me is great about Jean, about how they seem to have come to like a common respect for each other and they trust one another. But he's always going to rip Aaron. But the way that he talked about this, like, I don't. I feel like he's come forward. No, he has grown. I, I, I like it because this is in like a peaceful time. It's not in like a dire situation. So, right. whenever it's like all relax, he says shit like this. So I kind of liked it, but yeah, but he is like right here. Uh, Mikasa should have slapped him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I just wish they would have played it maybe more like he was he was joking and everyone kind of laughed because after everything we've seen him with him where he refused to take the shot to um, save who was it? Do you remember? Uh, that uh, was on the carriage. Yeah, and then Armin ended up shooting. Yeah, it might have been Sasha they were saving, or so, I don't. No, know. no, no. He, she had, she was just laying there, and she was about to kill him. Kill Jean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, forward. And Connie says, "Shouldn't someone like that not die in thirteen years if you're that special? You should aim for a regiment leader, and I'll be the one to do it." But Sasha calls him an idiot. <laughs> and he hits her with a eh? How did you spell... Uh, well, the O and zero are pretty close, so I'll, I'll let you buy on that. But I love how he just hits her with a eh? Yeah. This right here, this conversation between Connie and Sasha was so weird. I am here for it. It was really, really funny, but it was so weird. See, I, I just... I love the little... These are the two idiots that give you the little comic relief and we're not gonna see any more of this ronnie so you gotta enjoy it i enjoyed it it was just so weird she says we can't leave such an important role to an idiot the uh the most realest thing she's ever said yeah another eh and sasha says she'll do it you can trust her and she has combat experience process of elimination it's her yeah i liked that uh Let's talk about this real quick. Who would you want Aaron to pass it on to? Okay, I would have to go with... I gotta go with Jean. I'm the same way. Yeah, I think I gotta go with Jean. Um, Especially if, like, Hanji and Levi are around, because I agree that Jean would make a good, like, regiment leader, like we kind of saw him doing... uh, in Marley, but but uh, when he talks like a dick like this, he doesn't necessarily one hundred percent mean it. That's just kind of how he is. If he had the actual, like we've seen, anytime he actually is in a dire yeah. situation, he always comes through. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about you? you? I'm the same way. I I mean, definitely not Connie. He is an idiot. Sasha, she's dead. But if she wasn't dead, I would still say no because she's kind of an idiot like Connie. And Mikasa, like, nah, you're an Ackerman. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You'd be too OP. Uh, so Sasha's kind of questioning why she just said that out loud because she's saying she sure doesn't want to uh, actually be a Titan with a real shaky hand. 
And Connie says, you said an idiot couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, God. And then, and then hits, <clears throat> he hits her with another, uh? Or she hits him with a, uh? You're more of an idiot than I am, so you're contradicting yourself. Huh? Huh? <laughs> There's just a bunch of haws and them looking at each other super <clears throat> confused. So then... Yeah, I'm not sure. Sh- the more I think about it, I definitely shouldn't have shipped them. It's just not... Thank you. I needed to hear you yeah. say that. I appreciate that. Then we get down to the nitty-gritty emotional part of this, because Aaron says he doesn't want any of them to inherit it. Jean asks why, and he says they are important to him more than anyone else. That's Aaron saying that. He wants them to live long, happy lives. Dude, this just... Damn. And it's oh. here. Oh. And they all start blushing, and John acts up whenever he gets in his feelings... Yeah, Jean always get Jean always whenever something serious like this is said. We saw it with Connie and Sasha on the Zeppelin. He always starts getting a little too frazzled, and he tries to detract from it. Yeah, Armin's changing the subject. He says it's the sun's fault. It's going down. But guys, I did some digging, and the sunset wasn't what made their faces red. It was their emotions. Yep. Heart sign. Aw. This was so cute. It really was, and Aaron has always been like this, dude. He was so devastated in season one. Anytime, hit when his first original Scout Squad died, when Levi's Squad died, he was super emotional. So we know Aaron has these feelings. So we go to the present with the same gang, except Aaron and Sasha, of course. You didn't have to put that in your notes, Chaz. <laughs> Jean can't believe that Pixies detained the volunteers, but Armin said since the volunteers and Scouts are so close... The garrison didn't let them know in advance uh, because we still have that division in the military. Yeah, which it's so fucked up, dude. Honestly, like they should just let the scouts take control of everything. Like it's kind of fucked up that the garrison and the military police even have a say anymore. I just don't even know what the garrison and military police are doing anymore. Yeah, the scouts are the one going over there. They're the ones building the railroads. Yeah. <laughs> so Jean says, until Zeke's intentions are made clear, it puts us in a pickle. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Sorry. And Aaron suddenly is on board with the Zeke. Like, whatever those two talked about, it's something that only they know. Yeah, that's that's scary to think. So they know that Aaron and Zeke talked alone. Yeah, Aaron's getting into their head because they're like, we don't know. know, Right here, Connie asked them that it looks like Aaron wasn't even him. And, like, if he's siding with his half-brother over us, we've got to prepare to cut him down. Which yes, is, that's pretty nuts. Connie, this is where I really liked Connie's thinking. Yeah, he's, you were celebrating Connie here. I was. He's an idiot, but right here he's not an idiot. He's thinking level-headed, and he's like, Aaron's becoming dangerous. Look what he just did. And Mikasa, I know she's in love with him, blah, blah. But she even said, you just killed all these civilians and children. You did this without us knowing, like... At some point, you gotta be like, alright, he's a little too out of hand. We gotta... We might have to strike him down. Yeah, and of course Mikasa panics at this. She's saying no, and they ask her if she's siding with him too, but she says it won't come to that because Aaron Aaron cares about them more than anyone else. What do you think about that? I still think he does. I really still think he does. I know he's... I know a lot's probably gone on in two years, but we just saw that scene where he's like, he still feels that way. Now, everyone else 
fair game, possibly. Like, I don't yeah. know if he cares God. about anyone except for maybe like the eight people. Like the the six. And, well, and even though he did that now. to Hanji, I still think he cares about Hanji. Oh too. yeah, I do too. Um, now is he a dick? Now, yeah. yeah. Mikasa says he cares too much, but Jean says no. That that's not it. No matter how strong you were, the old him tried to keep you off the front lines, but he made the Armin destroy the port and us fight. Us, the ones he called important. Mikasa says he trusts us. Because he couldn't do it on his own. Which, I mean, he couldn't do it on his own. So there was, he kind of had to put them in that situation. But he knew they would come through. Except for maybe one. Yeah, Connie says, yeah, and Sasha died because of it. What did he do, Mikasa, when she died? Did he cry or have regrets? No, he laughed. (laughs) What part of Sasha dying was funny to him? And you've got the same exact (laughs) joke, so, but I had it too. Yeah. It's, uh, Connie, if I could predict why that might have happened, it's because he asked if you had any, or she had anything important to say as her final words, and you hit him with a meat. Meat. That's what was hilarious. Pretty funny. (laughs) So Armin steps in again to mediate and says just him and Mikasa will talk to Aaron and will find his true goal. Which. I don't think that talk's going to go well. I'm going to be honest. I think we'll see that talk next episode. I think that's what we might even start off with. But I'm hoping Aaron's not... I mean, he was just a fucking asshole to Hanji. I hope he's not like that to them, too. Yeah, I do, too. Um, Jean asks, what if his goals are the same as Zeke's? And Armin says, well, we'll have Titan Serum. Now we have options. The option of making someone we trust into a Titan eat Aaron. Dang, so Armin's... Bro, Armin is smart. Armin and Connie are both on the train almost of taking out Aaron, which is insane. And final scene, we cut over to the forest where Levi is still staring at Zeke while they try and roast some marshmallows. But these things are not browning up. You know why? Because that stare Levi's giving Zeke is chilly. Yeah, I've got a feeling that Zeke's not actually reading that book. He's just looking at it to get away from Levi's eyes, just staring him down. Do you think Levi even sleeps, or he just watches Zeke sleep? <laughs> he just stays up all night. So, anything else on the episode? I just had one more thing I wanted to get to before we get into a couple questions. I'll let you get to it. Go for it. I I got. I want to see more from Armin, and I'm glad that he had this conversation right here at the end of the episode. That kind of made it seem like he's going to have a talk with Aaron, and you know, if Aaron isn't quite right, he's willing maybe to do what's needed. Just think about how much he's changed since he inherited the Colossal Titan. I was about to say, Bert's memories have to be getting to him or They've something. They've got to. We have not had a single arm. Now, to be fair, we haven't seen him that much. He hasn't had that many moments to shine. Yeah. But he's just so on this whole piece thing. Which I get, like it's the good it's, thing to want, tough. but you gotta come to the re- realization that it probably can't happen. Well, I mean, he he has though, because he still blew up the entire port, yeah. killed innocent people. Like. He did, yeah. Um, but then also, like, when are we gonna get another arm and big brain moment? It's been too long. I miss him. Well, I mean, it was kind of a big hit. The escape route for the scouts was his big brain moment. I mean, if you really think about yeah, it, that was fair. that was pretty good because yeah, they only yeah. had six. Well. 
seven, eight people die. You're right. So that was a pretty big brain moment. But other than that, like he, I, I'm worried that Bert's memories are getting to to him too much because we know he's got a soft spot, and he's probably seen how they were treated as kids or something as soon as they inherited it. All right, so what do you say we get into one of our new segments? Let's do it. It's called Ask a Little Something to Ronnie and Chad. All right. Uh, our first piece of feedback came from a friend named Paul who emailed us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Paul. And this one's just near and dear to my heart, uh, Chadley, because he asked, where did you guys meet? Oh. A little Ronnie and Chad question here. Do you want to get to that? I'll let you start it. So we've known each other for a long-ass time, uh, I believe, and I don't even really know because our parents knew each other. Like my mom went to uh, high school with your dad, so they knew of each other. Um, your dad was kind of a loser. My mom was kind of like just awesome. The shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But the first time I remember really hanging out with you was when we were just little bitty tykes. And when my mom went to go to work... She would drop me off at your aunt's daycare. Yeah. And so that we were probably three. Yeah, three or four, I would say. Yeah. So we've known each other for a very long time, but we've had a stretch of about what five, six years where we didn't really talk. Not because yeah, anything we, happened, but yeah, we grew up like literally five miles from each other's house, but we were in different school zones. So when I got to high school, and I mean, you were such just a big dickhead. Well, uh, I kind of kept my distance yeah. and didn't really want to hang out with you. And I then, just like I was, had so many ladies like swarming me. It was like try, I was trying to swim right. through ladies to get to you to talk to you. But and then finally, you know, you had the collapse of uh, 2015. You came crawling back to me, and you know, I don't really hold grudges. Was that the, so year, I, was that the year after the? the yeah, blow that up? was one year after the blow up of 2014 that I had. So it's not like I was killing it either anymore. But we kind of found each yep. other and fell into each other's arms, and I've been kicking it ever since. Yeah, I'm just glad I've been sober since 2015. Yeah, and uh, well, there was last night, but we don't have to talk about that right now. So that's how we met. Thanks, Paul, for uh, that little question. And then we get into the Discord questions, and that's where just a bunch of cool people are hanging out. Definitely yeah. check the link. Join our Discord. <gasps> we got some cool conversations going on over there. Uh, we kind of play God, and we're like hiding in the shadows, and sometimes we say something, but mostly we're just watching all the cool conversations uh, all the cool listeners are having. And I'm going to say cool a couple more times because over there— Because you're very cool. It's just super cool. Yeah. I believe I'm going to attempt this guy's name as Tyler Rocks. It says Tyler Ox. Like there's just one R, but I'm assuming yeah. he's going for like that R can play both ways. Yeah. He says, what's your favorite video game franchise? Whoa. That's a great question. And then a secondary question. He says, would you two ever be willing to stream some games on Twitch? So go ahead wow. and tackle that one. Uh, I mean, maybe eventually... I Honestly, we have not been gaming that much recently mm -hmm. uh, because of the podcast, because we kind of suck balls at video <laughs> games now. We, I would <clears throat> describe us as gamers who aren't actually gamers but really want to be gamers. Yeah, but can I tell my favorite franchise and kind of my cool moment in life? For sure. My only cool moment yeah. in life? Okay. Uh, and he asked me if permission to do that because he realizes that he's told me this exact story about eight times. <laughs> so, but uh, all right, this is a really good story though. Everyone, listen up. When I was twelve, 
okay? A little 12-year-old kid. I My favorite franchise for everyone to know is Guitar Hero. So when Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock, the best Guitar Hero that came out, uh, I was playing that. That was when it was probably the biggest it's been, the franchise. And I went to a contest at 12 years old. Ended up coming in second, unfortunately, to an 18-year. I in the semis, I beat an 18-year-old on Through the Fire and Flames. No big deal. No big. No deal. big deal. But I lost on a song that I had never played before because uh, I was on the Nintendo Wii and it was a downloadable song. Oh through, my yeah. god! So I would have won at the age of 12 against a bunch of 16 to 22-year-olds, and the guy hugged me after I beat him because. It, <laughs> I was a little kid fucking smoking these guys. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Through the Fire and Flames, 92% on expert. No big deal. Go on, Ronnie. And if you guys don't think he's serious, I'm looking uh, in the studio here. He has a Guitar Hero guitar like sitting right next to him. Another cool fact. Just in case he ever needs to shred one out. He I can't I, play real guitar. <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Another cool fact, though. Uh, on the Wii, they had a ranking system. Uh, when you play people online, I was top 10 in the world on expert pro face-off on the Wii. Pretty crazy. I know the Wii, there's obviously probably, there's some, a little better competition on Xbox, whatever. But still a pretty cool fact. Yeah, that's a great fact. Um, and you also, we don't have to touch on it too much, but you also really loved Gears. And I feel yeah. like you'd be remiss to not say that. That might have been my favorite franchise. I had a YouTube channel. If y'all want to do honestly, <laughs> should we plug the YouTube? Should we if plug? If you guys it? want to follow or subscribe to, uh, uh, we'll we'll put it in the description. Uh, <laughs> oh, will we? Hawkeye X. Uh, I had a few montages. I was on top plays. <laughs> Yami Mash. I was basically a fucking pro gamer. Uh, and then as far as Ronnie goes, jeez. Um, favorite franchise i don't know if i've got i'm pretty i'm a basic bitch like i've not i know yours i've I've not gamed hard what the ncaa franchise yeah that's probably i've played a shit ton of ncaa football um and just growing up in high school or whatever i've played so many dynasties uh, there's no telling how many games i've played and it's coming back yeah it's coming back baby and I'm feeling really good about it. Can I tell? One, can I say one more cool fact? Whoa! Wow, that was me. See, I told you you're giving it to me. What's your fact? Uh, I was gonna say this. If anybody wants to, whoa, <laughs> something just went out, it crawled out of your butthole. <laughs> um, I was gonna say if anybody wants to see a cool video, the number I used to be able to play the entire number of the Beast song on Expert without looking at the screen. Uh, <laughs> We're we might. Still, we're still talking about your guitar here. <laughs> I might need to play it one day for the audience. That's all I'm saying. If you want to see it, because you think you can still do it. And to be fair, you've sent me a video in the past year and a half. I would say I don't want to be. I'm not flexing. All I'm saying is I'm pretty fucking legit. <laughs> uh, and then as far as the Twitch thing, no, that's something that we would have a lot of fun doing. We just got to find. We're kind of in between games right now. But we would love uh, playing some Twitch stuff. So maybe down the road, who knows. Moving on to Carmelo, who asked a bunch of questions. So I might do kind of like a little speed round here. Okay. Does Ronnie need a high chair when he goes out to restaurants? Yes. Okay. Carmeli, Car- Carmeli, Carmelo, not very funny. Uh, 
now here's the thing. Sometimes yes, but okay, they're the grown up uh-huh. high chairs. And well, he, the, to thing that pisses, your question? the thing that pisses me off is when you, you, they don't give me uh, the kids' menu to color on. I was gonna say to answer your question, yes, he needs one. Do they have one with uh, for his weight? No. Does Chad feel weird being born from what seems to be a dog person? She's not a oh dog. Oh my god, Carmelo! Listen, guys, Carmelo's been in this Discord. He's been making some pretty nasty jokes about your mother. I don't appreciate him. She's not a dog. I'm, I'm afraid people are starting to think I'm not a good son. That's a false narrative because he follows it up with, does Chaz have a tail or some shit? Dude, see, this is where I knew I shouldn't have started discussing my mom. They think I'm a bad son. I am a great kid. And, I mean, do I have to bathe her sometimes and groom her, uh, you know, and make sure that she doesn't have ticks on her? Yes, but... She's just a She's bitch. Not a dog. She's, She's a lovely woman. Yeah, not a dog. Who has thumbs? Because I guarantee you, she trimmed something up around here not too long ago. Um, oh, okay, another wise crack from Carmelo. How many McChickens does Ronnie need to eat before he starts the podcast? If you must know, four before I get here, and then I get five on my way home for dinner. You don't even want to know how many McChickens this guy can Sometimes slaughter. Sometimes I mix it up, though. Okay. Is Chad ever going to recoup the millions of dollars he's put into this podcast? To answer your question, I guess the fuck not. This guy across from me told me we were getting all these donations that we had awesome fans who would love to donate to the pod. I thought he was being serious, but apparently we got fans that don't even care about us. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, I felt like we did such a great pitch for our potential Patreon last week. And no one said a thing about it except for one person. And i tell you one thing right now. Uh, we're not delusional enough to think too many yeah. people would want to sign up for a Patreon. But one is certainly not going to recoup his million dollars. <laughs> uh, and then this is a great question for me. He says, is Chaz a bad businessman in Ronnie's opinion? Yes. <laughs> Are we going to get video feeds for the podcast? I know for a fact one of you has a cell phone that records a video. <clears throat> well, hey, It'll what be- kind of show you think we're running over yeah, here, Carmelo? What the fuck? Uh, cell phone camera. No, if Ronnie and Chad are going to do it, we're going to do it upright. Uh, we've made minor improvements as we've gone on through this podcasting journey. And I would say videos is what we are hoping for next. But. Those, you know, we want to do it right, so it might be kind of yeah. expensive. So we're just saving up, and we're going to see what happens. It's like 50 bucks a month to watch those. <laughs> so thanks for the question, Carmelo, but quit being uh, quit being problematic. Rugles, he says, uh, hi, just want to know that since Attack on Titan only has a few episodes left to air until, now, you know, like this, a presumable break. Thank you, Rugles. If you guys... He wants to know, or they're wanting to know, if you guys are still planning to cover uh, Jujitsu Kaisen, take a break, or create some kind of poll for people to vote, which show that you're going to cover, just kind of what we're doing next. Like, Dude, I kind of like the poll idea. The poll is a good idea. Um, we've talked about this a little bit, because we're definitely doing something after this. It sucks hardcore, because so far, the feedback we've gotten is to do uh, Jujitsu. Am I saying yeah. it right? I have no clue. And we've got, it. like, what, one or two comments about the promised Neverland. Uh, um, and when I say it sucks is because, like, it's airing now. Yeah. And in a perfect world, it's like this on Attack on Titan where we could have just 
backfilled the first season and then covered it as it aired. And now timing kind of screwed us over. Uh, but this is something that we'll be talking about more as we get further into Attack on Titan. Yeah. I do like the poll idea. And any suggestions that you guys send our way would be fine. You guys can talk about it in the Discord. Well, for the next couple of weeks, we can see what's the most suggested and yeah. then make a poll about it. And then I'll just say this. Uh, what we're looking for for the main show, like we might do other podcasts down the road where we cover things that don't follow fall under this umbrella. We're looking for a show that is still airing that we could – do like this week by week coverage at some point doesn't have to be right now but we'll have a future season and is deep enough to where we could have our funnies but also deeper conversations yeah so that's kind of like why like some people have said my hero and you've watched my hero i've seen a few episodes and that's a cool show but we're not sure how much we can yeah. get out of <clears throat> You know, Especially covering kids that episode and I'm, by episode. I'm worried about you when it's about a bunch of kids. Yeah, apparently I'm worried about myself too. So let us know. Good question. Uh, Colossal Titan says, now this is taking us back to this episode right here. <sighs> Do y'all think that Aaron is the father of Astoria's child? So, hint one. They said that the farm boy liked to throw rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, pretty good hint. Hot take here. Mr. Zeke Yeager himself <laughs> is the Fajr. And honestly, why the hell would I even need to uh, even say what I think if that's the uh, that's the facts that Chaz is going to spill all over your face? God, I would love that plot twist. Zeke just plowing Horstoria. Final question. Carmelo got in there one last time uh, to ask, who do you, we think would win in a wrestling match, Chad or Ronnie's Mika Sapillo? And, I mean, the way that this guy's down on hard times over here right now, easy. My pillowcase. Yeah, I would say so, too. I would just have a raging boner the whole time. Because if uh, the real Mikasa can carry 19 steel beams across the screen, what can the pillowcase do is what and I trust would me, say. I don't want to touch it. I don't know what sticky stuff <laughs> is already on it. You definitely don't want to touch it. But that is the end of this podcast yeah. episode. Listen, Chad looks so ridiculous. I've talked about it so much this episode. I'm going to snap a pic, put it on Twitter. I'll upload it to the Discord. Join the Discord, people. Join it. And hey, next week I will discuss one of my stories from this weekend. I feel like yeah. this one's running a little too long. This one's running long, so we're going to have to... We'll start it off next week with a little story time. That'd be great. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Chronic, and subscribe to us on all the podcast channels on YouTube. YouTube, give us that thumbs up. Email Smash us the, that like button. And email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week. I've been Ronnie. And I've been Chatty. And sorry this was such a shitty episode. Let's go. Peace. We suck. <laughs>